Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that will help you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope to take you from your roots to the journey of your vines and influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious lives. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Welcome to this edition of Wine and Dine with Amy Irvine. And let me tell you, we have some very intriguing information, and I put that in air quotes, is we are going to be talking about personal and casualty insurance. I know it's not a very exciting topic, but let me tell you, we certainly want you to be aware, and we have sort of some highlights that we're going to walk through with you. But before we dig into that, I just wanted to mention that, um, you know, I'm always giving tips for Finger Lakes wine, especially in the summertime, and thought you might all enjoy taking a trip up to Ravine's Winery and Cuca Lake. We've been drinking their Cap Franc this week and have really enjoyed it. Super peppery, smooth, uh, light in a sense that it's not heavy but it's flavorful flavorful so it's a great dry red summer wine in my opinion hope you guys can uh, hop in a vehicle on a plane uh, order some online and experience it with your wonderful taste buds if that's the only way that you can travel right now so digging into the topic that we want to cover today which is on property and casualty insurance Here's something that one of my colleagues recently noticed. She was saying that a friend of hers had recently purchased a suit that was absolutely gorgeous on her, but it was dry clean only. And she loved it, but she was feeling taken to the dry cleaners, for lack of a better term, after every time she wore it. So she started to wear it less and less because it cost her like 15 bucks every time she did put it on and, and she wanted to be really careful. So she thought, okay, I'm only going to wear it in circumstances because she didn't want to get any spots on it. So we were talking about that and the fact that pre-spotting certain situations, just like when you are thinking about insurance, when you can pre-spot an opportunity to transfer the risk from yourself financially to another organization by paying premiums is the same exact thing. So it's the opportunity to pre-spot opportunities in your life where there might be gaps and where if there was something that happened that was a big dollar figure, like I said, you could transfer the risk. That's what insurance is all about, risk transfer. So when we think about risk as a general rule, people think about 
in my opinion, they think about some of those things that are, you know, a loss of a car, loss of a home. Those are really important things, obviously, to think about. Uh, but they often forget about the liability side. So we're going to dig into both in just a moment. Now, the purpose of insurance is to protect you against loss. I just want to make sure that that's understood. I don't want to pay any more insurance premiums than you do. But I also want to make sure that if I have any kind of loss, I am protected. But it is complex and often confusing um, since, you know, some of the terminology that's used. And if you've ever looked at your declaration page, you're like, I don't know what some of this means. Um, it's important to ask your agent to go through that line by line because it's also important to know what isn't covered. So sometimes, I mean, we always cover this with our clients, not that we're insurance agents, but we do ask to look at their policies and to dig in and look for certain exclusions and certain coverage amounts so that they are properly covered in the event that a risk does occur or that they're self-insuring and that they know they're self-insuring in those situations. So first, let's dig into something called renter's insurance. If you don't own a home, uh, you still want to have something that's called renter's insurance. It's inexpensive protection for those who rent rather than those who own their home. Even those that don't feel you have a lot, replacing clothes, furniture, electronics, and personal items can be very costly. It's um, It protects against uh, things like uh, injury, right? So if somebody um, somebody gets injured on your property, it also protects things like jewelry or collectibles. And you may need a special rider for that particular thing. But those are items that are covered uh, under a renter's insurance. You also want to know what your deductible is and if this covers misplacement. So let's say a pipe burst in your um, in the place that you're renting, does your insurance cover for you to stay in a hotel or stay someplace else until that recovery happens? That's something that we really want people to be looking for in their policy. Depending on where you live, that can be pretty costly or it can be very in, in costly or uncostly, however you want to say that word. But it, it's something that we encourage even college students to carry. A second type of insurance is health insurance. Health insurance reduces the amount that you'll pay for drugs, treatment, hospitalization, and services. Some facilities will refuse care if you don't have health insurance. In addition to strategies to cut costs, uh, we've here I'll share with you a few that um, could qualify for you for a tax credit potentially. So we always suggest that you shop and compare. Whether you get your insurance through your employer or whether you get it on the exchange, shop and compare. Look at the different options. Don't just go to default. Can you afford higher deductibles that reduce the premium but allow you to save in an HSA account? Does that mean that you would increase the co-payments or the co-insurance? What we find with a lot of situations, if you're a heavy user of health insurance, sometimes the health savings accounts or the high deductible plans with the health savings accounts actually cheaper. So don't just make assumptions on health insurance. Then there is something called life insurance. Life insurance is exactly what it sounds like. The purpose is to provide for family security for those depending on your income. It can also be a retirement planning tool and some hybrid products include both long-term care solution as well as the life insurance option. One of the 
areas that we often see that people don't do is they don't cover the non-working spouse who might, or maybe the spouse that doesn't work as much, who might stay home and take care of children. It's really important to think of the cost associated with somebody who is definitely providing a service that would cost a lot if they weren't around. So having life insurance on a non-working or a part-time working spouse is just as important. One of the things that we like to look at definitely is term insurance because especially if you're a young family, term is the least expensive expensive with maximum bang for your buck. The best time to buy it is obviously in your 20s and 30s when you're young. Uh, and many companies offer coverage through work, which are very inexpensive. We always look at what a company offers before we go outside. Although you do have to be careful when situations like that happen, because if you change jobs or lose jobs, um, having coverage for life insurance is important outside of that as well. So the purpose is to provide financial resources to those who depend on your income. And don't forget, like I said, to cover the non-working spouse. Auto insurance. Auto insurance is another one of those important insurances. Having auto insurance not only protects against substantial loss, in some places it's illegal to drive without it. So think about getting, you know, if, you, if your car got in an accident, would you be able to buy a new car without any assistance? What if you got sued? That's an even bigger area. So one of the things that we look at in some cases for people is what is the collision versus the liability? And we can eat more easily self-insure for collision than the bigger liability. So you can also think about raising deductibles or dig for discounts in some cases, right? So looking for different reasons such as low mileage, defensive driving course, anti-theft, good driver record, good credit score, those all give you discounts. And we highly recommend that you compare the cost of insurance every two to three years, not only because of the cost, because sometimes the provisions actually change in policies. And it's important to know what's new and exciting out there. The next type of insurance we want you to be aware of is homeowner's insurance. And homeowner's insurance protects against catastrophic loss, the greatest asset you have and is required by lenders. So if you have a mortgage, they're going to require some kind of insurance. Now, one thing that we always talk to people about is the exclusions in homeowner's insurance because acts of God, flood, flood coverage may not be actually included. So it's important to know what your policy provides for. And in states that have hurricane or hurricane prone, you'll often see a separate hurricane deductible from your ordinary deductible. And I've seen it as low as 2% and as high as 12%. So again, what do you want to self-insure in a situation like that? A new trend is to increase premiums or prevent coverage altogether when the owner is a high-risk pet. So if you have a pet that's considered high-risk, you may not be able to get coverage through certain companies, or you may have to pay more in premiums. Again, it's important to you know review this policy every um, two to three years, just looking at it and 
make sure that you inform your insurance company of any changes because they could come back and say that you didn't disclose certain things and they wouldn't cover it. So it's important to make sure that you do provide them with knowledge. Um, did you add a pool? Did you add uh, a new animal that might be you know, considered high risk? Let them know what's going on in your life. Now there's also something called mortgage insurance and mortgage insurance pays off the mortgage if a homeowner should pass away. The problem is that the premium stays level, but the coverage declines. So you're going to be paying the same amount of premium over the life of the loan, but the coverage declines with the balance of the loan because the balance of the mortgage is going down. However, if you are somebody that can't get term insurance for some particular reason, then this benefit may be ideal for you and your family. You've heard me talk in the past about disability insurance. One in three to four Americans suffers some sort of disability. So it's important to be thinking about, does your company offer it or have you self-insured or how would you handle a situation with disability? Read the fine print, however, many, many, many policies have disqualifiers. So it's important to make sure that you read through that. And, you know, knowing when the policy actually kicks in, for example, is there a 90 day elimination day? Is it 30 days? Is it 60 days? Do you have short term disability, long term disability? Um, and what kind of coverage do you currently have? Like I said, make sure you read that fine print due to all elimination disqualifiers. Another type of insurance is called long-term care insurance. According to longtermcare.gov, 70% of people turning 65 will need some type of long-term care, often referred to as LTC, you'll see abbreviated of that, during their lives. Yet few actually prepare for it. Now, this is one thing that we spend a lot of time talking to our clients about. Do you want to self-insure or do you want to transfer the risk? Many times we have a long-term care bucket if they want to self-insure. And again, this is where some hybrid policies can often be very helpful. And we also look at married couples and sometimes what's called a shared policy. Another type of insurance is accidental death insurance. It sounds good, but it's very seldomly used. Accidental death insurance pays when death is due to some type of accident. It's usually pretty inexpensive and is added on to other like life insurance policies and you can usually get it through work very cheaply. Many auto policies also cover accidental death. Now, there's also one that we've seen recently called baby insurance. Since life insurance is de designed to primarily replace income family members count on, there's little need, honestly, for baby insurance, but we've seen it pop up. Some of the exceptions can, can be for you know, other reasons, but for most parents, the money is actually better spent on education funds, retirement planning for parents, and more life insurance to protect the entire family. I know you've gotten those robocalls on something called extended warranties protection. Now, this is tricky. It can provide a peace of mind and save money if a product breaks down, but it's also expensive, right? So, 
it's rarely used, to be honest with you. And again, this is where we would say to people, perhaps you should just have some emergency money set aside. If you've been out and about and you've recently rented a car, you've been asked if you want rental car insurance, which can often double the cost of renting a car. One thing that we suggest is to see if your auto policy covers rental cars or use low cost online brokers rather than falling for the slick sales pitch at the rental car counter. Uh, we've actually run into this situation before. Go ahead and purchase it if you want to be stress-free, but understand that um, you know most insurance policies do cover it, but check with your agent just to make sure. There's also something called credit card insurance it is costly since it only makes the minimum monthly payments. So if you lose your job or are injured, you have it, but it, it's still a high premium that you would be um, covering. And then to add on to that is credit card theft insurance, which protects against if your card is stolen. However, federal limits, federal law limits the total liability of only $50 per card. So the cost is often more than the benefit. And finally, we want to remind you that this is just a quick guide. We are going to be digging into this more and more the rest of the month of September. So stay tuned for additional information to dig into almost all of these a little bit more. And we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please hop on over and rate it. Tell us what you want to hear more about and share it with your friends. We hope y'all have enjoyed this podcast. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.